Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The man himself, the great Brady Quinn. Yeah, I, again, not great. I'm just here. But uh, after we got shut down at the beginning of the show by Major League Baseball, I'm, I'm just glad I'm here. You know, they, they tried to put a muzzle on me, much like uh, someone probably did on that raccoon we caught. Nevertheless, we are here, and it's hour two. And I'll just say this much, okay? The world of college football, I feel like, is changing more so than any sport at any level. Yeah. With the name, image, and likeness, that bill that, that's coming to the forefront, allowing college student-athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeliness. The fact that there's even bills for these players to get paid, which to me is going to completely transform how we look at college sports. You're going to see basketball and football, since those are the only two revenue drivers at most universities, probably break away. Like Maybe even from the NCAA to a degree, and create their own sort of, um, you know, league, if you will, where they will be able to, you know, be paid or looked at as employees and have a collective bargaining agreement and all that. But before we get there, college football is going to look a little different, I think, with how they start crowning their their college football, their national champion. Yeah, I um, I don't know how I feel about this. So so let's let's just set it up. Um, Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports came out with uh, a column uh, in the past day or so talking about a potential playoff expansion for college yep. football. And Thamel Camel, that's what we call and, him. And and then Thamel can't really. 
Yeah. Thamel Campbell? I know Pete. I know Pete forever. Yeah. No kidding. That's yeah. a great name. Thank you. That's a great... By the way, do camels really spit... Like I, I cannot like, get a they? straight answer. Yes. Yeah, the okay, answer would I, I can't be yes. get a straight. All right. That, Have you ever now, seen an alpaca? Alpacas spit. Those things spit all the time. But it's like, like I just, I don't. Like, do they store water in their humps? Like I've heard that as well too. And it's funny you bring up Camel. It is Hump Day, Brady Quinn. Look at you. What yeah, a timely yeah. reference from uh, from the great Brady Quinn here on Fox Thank Sports you. Radio. Thank and you. my mind was all great. about Hump Day. Yeah. My mind was all over Hump Day. That is, no doubt about it. Um, now, that being said, uh, Pete Thamel, or Thamel the Camel, uh, as you refer to him, um, <laughs> of Yahoo Sports, uh, and also uh, CBS Sports came out with a, uh, with a report yesterday saying that a 12-team playoff is the most likely scenario, or the most preferred scenario as far as when they vote on this. And I believe they're going to be voting on it next month, or they're going to have discussions in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, where, where this stuff is going to be, you know, they're going to have uh, you know, conversations about it, what makes the most sense. And there's the thought that this isn't something that's going to happen next year, that this could possibly take place this season. Now, that, I don't know, seems a bit rushed with, you know, just the logistics of everything. But if that's the case, we're going to go from a four-team college football playoff to people fighting against the idea of expanding it to eight teams, to college football looking more and more like they're going, well, let's just blow past that stop sign and move right to 12. And I just don't know right. how I feel about it. I, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different iterations of this, a lot of different reasons why you'd have a certain number of teams. And so I'll do my best to try to be as clear and concise as possible. Uh, the biggest thing is this, one, and it may not happen until 2023 or 2024, uh, it actually could be a couple of years away. They'll play 2021, 2022 with four teams. And then I believe it's 2023 was the first college football playoff that could expand to 12. But here's my argument for expansion, whether it's 8, 10, 12, which, which we've heard, is this. The NCAA March Madness, that tournament, has allowed for smaller schools like a Gonzaga who were once looked at as a Cinderella story to build their brand. They are no longer looked at as a Cinderella story. They are looked at as one of the powerhouses, just having won the national championship and doing it on the back of Jalen Suggs, who was the first five-star recruit they ever got. That doesn't happen without the exposure of March Madness and that tournament being as many teams as it is at 64, and then you've got your four playing games. So it has been good for the brands of college basketball. I think college football has gotten to a point where it's become extremely elitist. It is Alabama every year. It's Clemson every year. It's Ohio State almost every year. It's those three schools, Oklahoma, you could throw in there. Those four schools essentially comprise for 70-plus percent of the, of the spots taken up since the induction of, of the college football playoff. 70% plus, it's those four teams taking up those four spots. So it really doesn't allow for any room for anyone else. The Pac-12 has been completely irrelevant which is a group of five, you know, or excuse me, a power five conference that looks like a group of five conference. And look, whether or not you want to blame that on Larry Scott, the former uh, Pac-12 commissioner, or a brand like USC not really holding up their end of the bargain and not being as good as they once were, 
shocking once you take away the ability to play, pay players. But the, the truth of the matter is, in looking at all this, people want expansion in part because you, we saw last year, you get great stories like Coastal Carolina, who ended up being one of the darlings of college football because the bigger schools weren't playing early. And then you saw some of these smaller schools, you're like, wait, they're pretty good. Liberty, for example, Malik Willis, who's their quarterback, is going to be an absolute star this season. I don't know that he'd be on the map if we didn't have the opportunity to see him play last year and watch him ball out in some of those standalone windows or some of those opportunities where bigger schools weren't playing yet since the Big Ten botched the the ability to come back and play. So it was enlightening to watch what happened during COVID, and I think it allowed us to open our eyes to, man, let's let more people come to the party. Well, let's be more inclusive with all of this. And let's expand. And so now the, the question comes to, how do you go about doing it? Like, if you do eight teams, the concern there is that the group, or Power Five conferences would get five um, automatic entries, meaning yeah. it, whoever wins the conference gets in. There's some people who hate that idea because right now you don't have that. You have four at-large bids, meaning whoever the committee picks of those top four teams or who goes in and plays. So you would be limiting that number to five potentially if you add in the best group of five best group of five team or highest ranked group of five team that's now six automatic qualifiers so only two spots are left for at large bids so there's going to be like the sec for example says "Ah, i don't like that we might be one of those other teams that's in there but i want more opportunities to get more sec teams in there right or notre dame might say well we don't really like that either you know, we're not affiliated with any particular conference, even though, for example, this year they'll play a more difficult schedule in the ACC uh, than Clemson will. But I digress. So <laughs> some people want even more, and they say, well, let's do 12 then. And here, here's, the, here's the bottom line. I'm not even against 12. Like, if you went to 16, I think you can do it. Because for this reason, one, the more inclusive you get, I think the more fun it is for the fan base, the athletes, and everything – and what you're going to get is greater participation. How many times, Jonas, have we seen players now who either opt out once their season goes south yeah. after they lose a game or two yeah. or not even playing in bowl games because they're not meaningful bowl games? Well, if you expand to 12 teams, now you've got a lot of talented players who are going to be playing in a meaningful game with a chance to win a national championship who aren't going to be opting out to, to sit out. It wouldn't be a bad look. And two, I don't think they want to do that to their teammates in their school. So – the expansion to 12, maybe even 16 at one point, makes sense. They do it at lower levels in the NCAA, in football. So it's not like it can't be done. The argument for player safety, to me, never makes sense because you're ultimately talking about you know, an additional um, you know, few games for not the and, – and look, what has been proposed in the 12-team playoff is this. The top four seeds would get buys. The, the other eight would then play in the first round of the playoffs. So – those top four seeds aren't subject to an additional game. In fact, they get another buy, so it's even better for their body. And, and by the way, there's more buys in college football than, the, than there is at the NFL. So if you're worried about player safety, most of these teams at least have two buys. Some have three, depending on how you look at their schedule. So, you know, as far as rest, recovery, all those things mi- mixed in with academics, it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. And, and so then you, when you go to the other eight teams, they play off. From there, you get your four. And then the New Year's six becomes part of those remaining eight teams playing off from what the quarterfinals or excuse me to the, you know, whatever the first round is to the quarterfinals to semis to the national championship. It's actually a good plan. It really is.
I've been against, up until this past year, I was against the college football expanding the playoff just because I thought for a couple of reasons. And 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 once this year, upon further review, realizing, look, why fight against it? It's just going to happen. Um, I thought, okay, well, is it going to you know make uh, the regular season less relevant for certain teams just based on the fact that teams you know have a little bit more wiggle room? They can make a mistake and they can still get into the playoff. And the more I think about it, the more I go... Look, Ohio State-Michigan's always going to be Ohio State-Michigan. Rivalry games are always going to be rivalry games. So I don't think it's going to have the, the impact that I initially thought. My only question is this. Why jump it all the way to 12? Why not go to eight? And then let's put this in place. For, for the reason that I just said. <laughs> because there's conferences that say, like the Pac-12 would say, we love, we'd love an automatic you know, bid in. We would love that our, our conference champion automatically gets in. But the SEC and uh, Greg Sankey, who has a lot more sway in that room. Like, let's not forget, you have a new Pac-12 commissioner, a new ACC commissioner. Kevin Warren just got the job for the Big Ten. So far, reviews haven't been well. (laughs) So of the the, Power Five conferences, Sankey's the one that holds all the cards and has all the power. And so if the SEC doesn't want that, and by the way, the SEC has dominated in college football, Alabama in particular, but... Uh, more more often than not, they t- tend to have the best talent, best players. So if they don't want that, they're not you know they're not going to be all for that. And I don't think they will. So that's why I think twelve or even ten makes more sense for more at large bids to get more SEC teams in and a, more chances for the SEC to win a national championship. I also think. Um just in in defense of if if you are in favor of the twelve, like because like if it's eight or twelve, what I mean, more football is more football. I'm good with it. That's fine. Right. I'm I'm right. all in. But if you go to eight. The SEC's interest in wanting this to expand is because if you're going to include at-large teams outside of the Power Five conference winners, you're going to get a couple more SEC teams in. So the SEC looks like, oh, this is just another opportunity for us to showcase even our other teams that don't get involved in the college football playoff. Like if you just looked at the the, the final rankings of last year, Georgia finished in the top 12, Florida finished in the top 12, Texas A&M was there. So if you're the SEC, you look at this and you go – Okay, so we can get maybe five or six teams in. If you go to 12, you do allow more conferences to be represented and more teams to be represented. So if you did go to eight, I still feel like you'd have at least one or two more SEC teams outside of just the top four that would be involved. Yeah, it, not going to happen, though. Again, like I said, it, that's, they're already past that. I mean, they're, they're thinking at selling at more 10 than, than eight. Uh, and, and, and here's the other thing you brought up, because you brought up rivalry games. Will they have any less meaning? Of course not. Because they're still going to be impactful in regards to the overall outlook on the, on the conferences, right? Like Oklahoma, Texas, still going to be a big game. Ohio State, Michigan, still going to be a big game. You know, in most years, it would determine the Big Ten East, and it would determine who represents the Big Ten East heading to the Big Ten championship game, which would be, you know, an automatic bid in if you win. So I would actually make the counter argument because people will say, well, now it makes conference championships irrelevant. Because even if you don't win it, you still have the chance at an at-large bid. And I'd say no, because you're not. There's no guarantee that you're going to get in, because it's it's so inclusive now. It actually makes the conference championship games more important, in part because a it's an automatic bid in, and then b if you're in a top four team, you get a buy. Which that's the one part that I'm not so sure I'm fond of is the fact that the top four teams in college football get buys, where it's college football. I'm really not so sure that they deserve 
to get a bye? Like, are we saying that the 12th best team couldn't upset the number one team in the country on any given day? Like, I, again, I understand Alabama, which ha- has been the bar in college football for a long time now. I think it's been 13 years they've been ranked at least first at some point in the AP poll, um, which is a record that, that beat the former Miami team who had the record before that. But the truth of the matter is, you know, it's still college football. Louisiana Monroe did beat an Alabama Nick Saban coach team when he first got there. So it can happen. Um, and, and that's why I'm just I'm not so sure about the buys. But outside of that, I think the format and the setup that they're proposing in this with 12 teams, it would work. And then the last thing what this is really all about is the SEC is going to push for 10 or 12 because more teams means more money, more exposure. Oh, yeah. And that's what this is really all about. Uh, look, and, and and also, if you expand to 12 teams and they do, uh, you know, conference champions and still only one Pac-12 team gets in and they get eliminated early, I mean, the, the, like the jokes we've got for days. I mean, so this is all from a comedic aspect. We can also, you know, uh, you know, kind of rub it in the uh, Pac-12's face uh, if this were to take place. So, listen, you've sold me on it. I wasn't all, all on board, but you've sold me on it. Job well done by uh, Brady Quinn. I think you got a future in telemarketing, my friend. I'm telling you, I, I think I think you could really be good at this job. Well, first off, I'm a huge fan of Workaholics. I'm not sure if you've ever watched that show. No, I've never watched it. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, no, I watch it because I, you know, I'm breaking down film like the all 22s, right? Right. Uh, That's right. Like well, that, the basic so. premise is three guys who are telemarketers that live together in Los Angeles. All uh, tremendous actors, very who? funny. Um, yeah, workaholics. It's a you good, good done, show. You, you should check you, it out sometime. You ever done telemarketing? I, I've I've done it many times. No, I actually, but apparently I could be good at it based on what you just said. You could. Uh, I was terrible at it. I got fired from my last telemarketing job selling ink and toner supplies because they mm. went on my computer and looked at my search history and I was applying for radio jobs. That's a true story. I thought that was going to go a different direction. <laughs> no, no. As soon as you said they went on my computer. No, like, no, no. Come on. I, I thought it was going to be about you know ball gags or something. No, else no, no. A- absolutely yeah. not. I don't. I don't even know what that is. I'm more of a uh, you know. I don't know if that's like a sporting. That's weird. On Sunday store. night shows. On our Sunday night shows, you reference that often. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you got to know your audience, man. Listen, oh, gotcha. uh, this is yeah. This is all about uh, you know. I mean, listen. I know you do the small time weekend stuff here on the weekdays. That's right. We don't mess with you, with by the stuff. way. W- with you. Nah, listen. I I mean, look, I don't think that's really important to the discussion. But nonetheless, uh, college football could look very different uh, very soon. Uh, we're excited about it. And, man, college football. Plus, you add an extra team into the playoff, that means Hawaii's got a better chance of getting in. Think about there it. There you go. Yes. There you go. They, See? I mean, I mean, they're playing they're in front of, of 4,000 people. Yes. Yeah. They're playing in front of 4,000 people this uh, upcoming season. I don't know how that's allowed. But, look, it, it, never mind that. Uh, if Hawaii, Hawaii can get in, uh, we are all aboard. Uh, and we will uh, we will go on location to uh, call a game from Hawaii. That would be a lot of fun, Brady Quinn. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up next here on FSR, it is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. Um, there is uh, something happened in sports yesterday. I don't even know why it was reported on his news. It was a foregone conclusion. Massive, massive, massive advantage for one player in sports. We will tell you what it is next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You ain't locking me in a cage, homeboy. Nobody does it better than you, Jonas. How'd that feel, Brady? <laughs> Strong words from uh, Shannon Spake earlier today, huh? Well, listen, you uh, you know, you Venmo a Did $20 bill. Did I rattle her bill. cage a little bit? I mean, you uh, Venmo a $20 bill to somebody, they say nice things to you. I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, like, that's uh, all it took. All right. Yeah, all right, it's well. listen, uh, you know, just uh, I need whatever I get. As she pointed out, the intro to this show uh, is Brady Quinn and all his accolades. And the intro for me is, uh, oh, and Jonas Knox. It's it like, doesn't really sound that? like that. And as I've said to you, I, I hate that. You love I hate it. That. If that's my accolades, then I'm not really sure how I'm on the show. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it uh, a little over 10 minutes from now, later on this hour, another huge win for the NFL Players Association. I mean, massive stuff. <laughs> they have done it again, folks. Uh, they have done it again. They continue to build on oh, a lead man. that is insurmountable oh, at this point. It is... Yeah. Uh, Really good stuff. It's it's almost like um, you've got that friend who's a huge pothead. Yeah. That just, like, they haven't admitted it, but yet, like, every shirt they wear has got a huge marijuana leaf on it. Oh, yeah. They smell like weed constantly. It's like, okay, yep. dude, just, just admit it. Like, you've got to run an errand. I, I know where you're going. I, I know you're going to the pot shop, all right? You're, you're going to grab a little extra edibles, <laughs> whatever it is. Like, I, I get how this works. It's almost like one of those friends that won't admit it, yet it's hid behind the guise of pain management. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, uh, the, the, but, but again, it, life is about wins, all right? And the NFLPA has picked up another massive one. Uh, so, I mean, forget about the, the stuff, you know, for the next 10 years. That's, uh, that's all around. This is about, <laughs> let's focus on. That's, that's a legacy builder, by the way. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you get the ability for all these guys to, to be able to use, you know, weed as, as pain oh, management and use it as that. That's a and, legacy builder right there for old D, D Maurice. It is uh, unbelievable. Uh, Here's what else is unbelievable. Uh, The NBA has a new MVP. Uh, It is not LeBron James. It is not Steph Curry. It is Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Your 2021 NBA MVP, Brady Quinn. And I know you were pointing this out to me uh, yesterday. Uh, Heavy, heavy favorite. Heavy. I mean, yeah, heavy heavy favorite. uh, That Nikola Jokic. Uh, this, This, all this was, was, oh, he lost the other best player on his team and he was healthy. Yeah, we're just going to go with him because the momentum was for LeBron early on. And then once Anthony Davis went down, it was, oh, well, this is going to give LeBron an opportunity to showcase how he's carrying this team without his second best running mate. And then once he also got injured, it was by default. It had to go to the Joker. So congratulations. He's your MVP. There it is. Did you see how lopsided the voting was? Yeah, there were, like I don't know who like who is that, who is a serious 
uh, like under serious consideration. Everybody had gotten hurt. Everybody right. this year had been hurt. So, so you're basically saying he only won by default. He, he didn't win for any other reason. He won by default. Well, listen, the last thing I would do is try and dis- diminish the accomplishment. But yes, uh, that is uh, that is correct. Uh, that is, uh, you know, by default, uh, because nobody else could stay healthy. Joel Embiid, who, by the way. My God, he's good. Uh, Joel yeah. Embiid, um, monster last night. Um, he got hurt. Uh, Steph Curry uh, put on an amazing performance, but he was dealing with with injuries. I know some people have thrown out Chris Paul's name uh, as being a guy that would be part of the conversation. Maybe he should have been more part of the conversation, but this was, this was going to be the joker well, it, all the way through. So so here are, here are the players who received first place votes. All right. Nicole Jokic got 91. All right, ninety-one of the possible. What is it? Um, is it a hundred? Uh, I think it, I believe is it's a little 100. more than that. Yeah, I don't know. Who, no, who I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a hundred. Who cares? Or a little more. Whatever. Yeah. Joel Embiid got one. Yep. Steph Curry got five. Mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo got one. Chris Paul got two. And then, oddly enough, and if you're just doing this based on the point system, right? Because you have a first place vote is worth ten points. Second place, seven points. Third place, five. Fourth place, four. Uh, five place, one. And then they add up the total points to kind of give you like a ranking, if you will. I'm not really sure why that matters. Um, all the way down, I want to say what, like eight or nine is Derrick Rose. He got one first place vote, but yeah. I wouldn't even say he was the best player on his team. Julius Randle, I think, was really um, the, the catalyst for that team this year. Yeah, but, but when Derrick Those are the first place up- votes. When Derrick Rose comes out and calls uh, the NBA soft nowadays, to me, he should have won the MVP right then and there. I mean, when he comes out and makes those comments, Derrick Rose, uh, after a playoff game uh, at Madison Square Garden, talking about how soft the NBA is, uh, whenever, when nobody else wants to play for Tom Thibodeau because he grinds his guys too hard, and Derrick Rose, uh, in what feels like the twilight of his career, after he was an MVP and his body was breaking down, calls the league soft, Derrick Rose should have been your MVP brady quinn well i'm, I'm not necessarily gonna go with that direction come on let's this. go no I'm not, I'm not quite there yet but uh it is interesting that he did receive a vote for first place i mean someone obviously felt that way about him um you you feel kind of special about him but no it, it's a great accomplishment for a young player for an international player um you know he's got a he's a great story too when you look into his background i just think this is one of those years where like we see in other sports too where the, the best player, I think most would agree, and maybe not, maybe it's, it's still Le- LeBron, maybe it's Kevin Durant in some people's eyes, um, didn't win it. And, and someone else who had a phenomenal season does, and they should be rewarded for that. And by the way, he will be. If I'm not mistaken, he's up for the Supermax. He's going to get paid. I think oh, he's going to average like 42-plus million a year 100%. Uh, on like a four- or five-year deal moving forward. So And, and he's, like, he's like Luka to where those games are going to age nicely. Because I mean I don't I don't know that he's ever left the floor. No, like I like I think he's like, he's only. You remember Arvidas Sabonis? You remember uh, Arvidas Sabonis of the Blazers? He's uh, uh, Demontis Sabonis's dad. But for people that weren't familiar with 1990s basketball, he played for the Blazers. But he came over late in his career because he had a really really good international career. And some of the the American players who played against Sabonis back in the day were always like, "Dude, had this guy come over in his prime, he would right. have been unbelievable." Sabonis, is that cigarette smoking at halftime and all? 
Well, listen, I mean, look. Was I mean, that Flotty Tifak? I, I think that was Vlade. Uh, I think Vlade, Vlade was the guy. Yeah, well, you know, some people call him Vlade. I call him Vlade. Gives him a little bit more of an edge. Um, I think I think Vlade <laughs> was the guy uh, who was uh, who was smoking the uh, the camels. Uh, but, but again, back to hump day. Um, but I just think <laughs> uh, if we're talking about if we're talking about Jokic, like like our, Sabonis is the perfect comp to that. You'd watch him later in his career. He'd shoot threes, and his feet would never leave the floor. And it feels like Luka's got that type of game. I think Steph Curry's going to age gracefully because he's a shooter. Like, those guys feel like they're going to be around for a long time if their bodies don't break down or they don't suffer a catastrophic injury, in, in, in my opinion. So right. it feels like the Joker's going to be here to stay. I, I hope so. I mean, I think he's one of those building pieces there in Denver, hence the reason why you're kind of watching them now at the point at which they're in the playoffs. So. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, another massive win for the NFLPA. They've done it again, folks. I mean, if you are looking for inspiration on how to get things done in your life and you need true leadership to do so, there's no other group to look at than the NFLPA. We'll tell you why that is coming up next. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, it's Eddie Garcia. Thank you, Jonas. We'll start with the NBA playoffs. Second round action. It was the series opener in Utah between the Jazz and the Clippers. And the home team gets the 112-109 victory. Rudy Gobert comes up with a big defensive play in the final seconds, blocking a game-tying three-point attempt to preserve the victory. Donovan Mitchell, though, leading the way for Utah with 45 points in the victory. Kawhi Leonard had 23 points in a losing effort for the Clippers. Utah with the 1-0 series lead. 76ers even up their series with the Hawks with a 118-102 home win. Joel Embiid was huge for Philadelphia. 40 points, 13 rebounds in the victory. Trey Young and Danilo Gallinari each had 20 21 points in a losing effort for Atlanta. That series is tied at 1-1. NHL playoffs, second round action. Lightning shut out the Hurricanes on the road 2-0 behind goalie Andre Vasilevsky's 29 saves. So Tampa Bay, the defending Stanley Cup champs, wins that series against Carolina four games to one. They advance to the NHL semifinals, and they all await the winner of the Islanders and Bruins series. And we had the Golden Knights taking on the Avalanche in Denver. Vegas fell behind 2-0. They rally back to force overtime. That brings us to our Discover card, Play of the day. Rebound shot. Pinballs in front. Pick it up by Pat Redding. Out for Stone. Here he comes. Working left side. He shoots. He scores. Mark Stone. He wins it in overtime. Three to two. Golden Knights. The captain delivers his fifth goal of the playoffs. Call them the Vegas Knights. Golden uh, Golden Knights Radio Network. Mark Stone with the overtime game winner as the Avalanche uh, lose to the Golden Knights. 3-2 in overtime. Vegas now with a 3-2 series lead. Again, that was our Discover card play of the night. No laughing, Jonas. A couple of baseball games. I know we had the Giants beating the Rangers 9-4. San Francisco at 38-22 as the best record, not only in the NL West and the National League, but in all of the major leagues. Their percentage points up on Tampa Bay. The Rays beat the Nationals 3-1. Tampa Bay's at 39-23 best record in the American League and the AL East. Now back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn in the Outkick the Coverage studios. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, by the way, I was laughing uh, not because um, Danny G had said something in my ear that I was uh, thinking as well, um, that that Vegas Golden Knights announcer, Brady, uh, I mean, he could use my mic. I mean, you know, he seems like he's got some issues with his mic there. You know, I, I know you've had some issues with your mic. I don't have those issues. I mean, I've got a professional I had mic. I the know. best conversation last night with a buddy. Yeah. who's in uh he's in logistics right so a lot <laughs> yeah. of importing exporting all the stuff uh-huh. and he works with a, a work associate who uh used to do some stand-up on the side right like uh-huh. he moonlights as a stand-up comedian 
Yeah. And so he invented and created, and you could appreciate this, a mic condom. Like, literally, he was so disgusted with the mics after going up time and time again, people spitting on the mics, putting the hands on the mics, COVID and all that stuff. He was like, I want to create something that has some humor to it, that people will laugh when you open this thing up and then roll it over the mic. But it really, it's more of a, a play for being sanitary considering yeah. uh, and hygienic considering how dirty these mics are. Yeah. So he invents this product. <laughs> he has this very creative packaging and whatnot for it. He gets a bunch of it shipped in sh- to Chicago. He calls up a couple comedy clubs. Can't really sell the concept or idea. Now he's got 20,000 of these like mic condoms in a closet somewhere, <laughs> and he's given up on the idea altogether. And I was like, it's actually like probably useful in some way and probably kind of funny. And my buddy was like, no, no, no. He brought it out at a party, and he said it's fantastic. He goes, it's actually pretty funny because you're rolling the condom onto the mic, the mic condom. And he calls it a mic jimmy, by the way. And he's like, it actually, you know, kind of looks funny watching even just someone do it. So uh, he goes, I get it. He goes, just, he just had no persistence. He he stopped trying to sell the mic, Jimmy. Intra- well, I mean, especially after COVID with germs and all that, because let me 100%. just say this. I mean, like, it, like you do. A lot of people are sharing the same mic when they go to these comedy clubs after COVID. I just don't know that that's ever going to happen again. I feel like people yeah. are going to reevaluate their experiences at comedy clubs. They might as well just make out after they're done with their set and the yeah, next person walks on. It is Just gross. start making out because that's, that's essentially the germs you're getting while the next person comes on. Yeah, it is, uh, it is gross. Uh, now, coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now, we are going to have a roundtable discussion. Uh, there was a comment that was thrown out earlier. Uh, I, I, think, um, I think I'm on the right side of this. Uh, and, and, and I just want to know whether or not Brady Quinn is going to sign, uh, side with the guys in the back or uh, somebody who he's been doing a show with for like five, six years now. So we will, get yeah. to, we will find out where his heart lies and where his loyalty is at here coming up uh, 10 minutes from now. Um, Brady, the NFLP, and then listen, I, I told you, like, I, I I'm always in constant, uh, I'm, I'm in search of uh, leadership, inspiration, and I feel like the NFLPA has done it again. Um, I mean, now, I know what you're thinking. Okay, well, they agreed to this 10-year deal in which they got hosed and fleeced again like they always do, but here's the best part, uh, that uh, according to Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network, um, the NFL's Jeff Miller on a conference call yesterday said the NFL and the NFLPA have put together a joint pain management committee and they are asking for proposals for grants of up to one million dollars towards research toward alternatives to opioids and they said that cannabis is among the areas that they'd like to better understand so uh smoke them if you got them folks uh, the nflpa <laughs> has done it again the green wolf uh, will be making his way to the NFL and uh, be on the prowl, howling uh, in locker rooms around the league. Big news, Brady. Yeah, big news. Big news for the NFL PA and all, all the players. Now, I do want to say this, okay? Uh, speaking tongue-in-cheek, meaning you know we're half-joking about this, it is a step in the right direction in regards to pain management for athletes, for players in the NFL, okay? It's a vicious physical sport, you deal with pain all the time, and opioids, and even Tordal, which, I mean, I've gotten shot up with Tordal. It makes you feel great for the four hours, and then it feels like you got in a car accident on the other side. 
but you'll do anything to get through the pain going into a game and to go out there and, and play to the highest point potential of your ability, right? And so you're willing to make those sacrifices. Um, and and opio- opioids obviously are another form of pain management that are many times used you know, after games throughout the course of the week to get through just to the next week. Uh, and full disclosure, you know, I remember in 2012 when I was with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I was battling some bruised, torn cartilage in my ribs. I had a tear in my posterior labrum. Uh, I had a foot that I eventually got surgery on that was still kind of bothering me. Um, but all kinds of stuff going on. And they had given me a, a kind of a cocktail, if you will, um, every, every, after every game, usually every day, because I was having such a hard time sleeping and dealing with the pain and managing all of it. And I remember after the season, it got to the point where at the time, my girlfriend, but my, my wife looked at me and she goes, I think you have a problem. Like I, I need to, we need to talk. We need to take these away. Cause you know, I got so used to being able to wake up and be numb to really the pain my body was trying to communicate to me. And so even at that point, she had said to me, like, you, you need to maybe get some help or we need to talk if you can't kick this on your own. So, it, like, it's 100% a, a need for a lot of players in the NFL to find alternative, um, you know, sources of, of pain management that aren't as addictive, aren't as harmful to your body like opioids are. Now, the, the only issue I'd say is there's greater priorities, man. Like, lifetime health care which other professional sports have for vested veterans shouldn't be too much to ask. I mean, but instead, the NFL is willing to always say, yeah, we'll, work, we'll have a joint committee and work with the NFLPA to get a million-dollar grant for, to see if guys can use cannabis as an alternative form of pain management. Of course they'll agree to that. It costs them less. <laughs> and, and, and even though it's helpful to players, it's not ultimately what players need. So that's what's frustrating about this is, is it a win for the NFLPA, sure, if you want to look at it like that. But really what it shows is how misguided and how distracted the NFLPA is from the things that matter most, and that's with the continued increasing cost of health care, that's getting lifetime health care for vested veterans, which they've also they've made it easier for you know guys to be vested and have their pension and have their post-career player benefits. So why not push the NFL to take care of these players after their careers are done and give them lifetime health care. I know it's going to cost a decent amount of money. The reality is these guys are flush. They're fine. They can afford it. But again, it's not a priority. It's not something that the NFLPA wants to focus on for whatever reason. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be all right, Brady, um, this is an important discussion. Is chili a soup? All right. <laughs> I, now, I, well, I have What been... are my options? Is it only yes or no, or yeah. do I have a third option where I can say it's kind of a standalone, something of its own? 
Um, you can if you make a decent enough argument in, in that regard. But but to me, I, I'm going to call it a soup. Um, now, the reason why this is continued on is because during the breaks, Roberto, our technical producer, has sent me over about 55 different uh, chili recipes. Um, and it's just it's okay. him bragging because he knows Let, how to make chili. This is all this here's, is. If you're only giving me yes or no, I'm going to say no. And for this reason is I believe in order for something to be a soup, it has to have a broth or a stock. And I know chili is neither one of those. So for that reason, I would say, no, it's not a soup, even though categorically it seems to be always placed with soups on menus and I guess can can look and seem like a soup at times. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say no, though, for that reason, though. No, it's, they have no, there's no broth or no stock, which usually defines a soup. Son of a bee, man! Like, like I can't get any, I can't get any support. Danny G, is it is chili a soup? Uh, only the hard hitting topics on our morning program. Look at Jonas, I love you. We go all the way back to parachute pants, but uh, I'm gonna have to go with Brady on this one. You're wrong, Jonas. You can eat chili with a fork. Okay, if it's a that soup, is true. if it's a soup, you need a spoon. Who the hell eats chili with a fork? Well, I'm just saying you could if you needed to. If it's a oh, thick okay. chili, yeah, he's yeah. right, man. A well, chunky listen. chili. All right, well, know? I mean, look, a we'll chunky have chunky chili here we'll, on Hump Day. We'll have we'll have the conversation about sporks uh, on another show because we've debated that as well too. Um, all right, so Roberto, you are the chef of the program. Uh, is chili a soup? Hell no. Okay, but the one I send you, the one I send you, could be because it has broth in it. Ooh, okay, so, so now some, you're making a case, right. though. Yeah. We got a okay. hybrid chili. What so we there's about variations. Is yeah, what yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. But tr- um, the traditional chili chili, no, it's not a soup. You can put it on a, on a damn hot dog. It's not a soup, dude. Okay. This well, conversation's gotten spicy. All right. Um, oh, Eddie Garcia, speaking yeah, of spicy, so <laughs> speaking of spicy, Eddie Garcia, is chili a soup? Chili is not a soup, Tom, but it could be considered a stoop. Okay. <laughs> which is which is a thicker soup, kind of like a stew combination of a stew. Like okay. the one I sent, the one I, like the right. one I sent you. You mean right. not like a stoop okay. that you sit on with a uh, a forty okay. brown correct. paper that bag? That is correct. Don't mock me, Brady. Don't mock me. This is a real thing. A stoop is a thick soup. So okay, all right. That 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 sounds like. Oh, now, now let me, all right, so Dub there will only be one Nashville. stoop in my life, Eddie. There will only and always be. Well, one if you stoop. want to limit yourself and that is, in stoops, that's, that's your business. That is the no. I don't limit myself in the in the stoops, but I'm saying there will only be one thing that's considered a stoop, oh. and that's where Jonas and I hang out on a Friday afternoon, enjoying a little happy hour with a couple of forties. Yeah, that that's a good point. That is definitely something that we would do for sure. Uh, Dub, is this is uh, chili a soup? Well, Danny G mentioned you could eat it with a fork, but I mean, you could eat it with your bare hands if you really wanted to. I haven't seen a soup where you could do that. <laughs> okay, boy, who eats with their bare hands? What a savage! The only one on this. I, and look, I just—I I mean, why is it listed with all the soups? Like that's what I don't understand. It's always listed with the soups, and 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 you guys are trying to just dismiss well, menus around the country. Here's what I'll say though about that. Is usually if like let's say you didn't have a menu or you you already gave back the menu, usually if you would ask them, oh, do you have any soups? They will respond with the soups they have, and then say, oh, and we also have chili. Like it's something else. 
Wow. But they'll categorize it with it, so I, I don't know, man. Correct. Listen, all right. On an, on an island alone, as usual, uh, par for the course we, here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, we will get back into the NFL right here on FSR. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.